Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Obscurities. I'm Debbie Rashawn. Kings Park, New York, a cozy location of Suffolk County, Long Island. It attracts a lot of families who want to enjoy the beautiful foliage offered during the fall and three miles of beaches located at Sunken Meadow State Park. They are most enjoyable during the summer months. Many residents also like to be tucked far away from the loud noises and the bright lights of the city. This location is not the New York that boasts of big-name actors or pop stars. In fact, the only notable hometown hero of mention is Baseball Hall of Famer Craig Biggio, who played with the Houston Astros from 1988 to 2007. In a 2019 article penned by Kathleen Lynn, the New York Times called Kings Park a slice of America with lots of shoreline. At first appearance, there is nothing really out of the ordinary about Kings Park. It's pretty, but you wouldn't say anything about it actually stands out. Dig a little deeper, however, and you'll learn that the hamlet of Kings Park was built around a massive state-run psychiatric hospital from 1885 to 1996. Kings Park Psychiatric Center consisted of over 100 buildings and over 9,000 patients at the height of its operations. If you met someone from the hamlet of Kings Park today who was old enough to work 25 years ago, chances are they're likely to have worked at the center regardless of their profession. Kings Park Psychiatric Center was far more than a hospital or a facility for those fighting mental health issues. The massive property had its own post office, deli, grocery store, and much more. The property, situated on a gigantic plot of farmland, provided many jobs to stay sustainable. If you worked there, the facility provided you with room and board. For many doctors, nurses, postal workers, chefs, janitors, farmers, and other workers in the Kings Park area, working at the hospital was a more attractive proposal than working in the city. Keep in mind that although the Suffolk County town has its own train station to Manhattan for over 150 years, it's a long daily commute.
That commute is currently around an hour and a half long each way. And you can imagine a much longer commute with fewer trips in the late 1800s and the earlier half of the 1900s. If you watch the archive of many videos now hosted on YouTube interviewing former employees, some have very fond memories of working at this facility. You'll watch glowing accounts of the community at large and how they looked out for one another and interacted day to day. Former employees marvel at the beauty of the plot of the center's land and the fantastic late 1800s architecture. Other accounts, however, get significantly darker in their recollections. A facility of thousands of patients struggling with mental health issues is bound to have its own unique set of problems. And what lies in this vast plot of land that hasn't been operational in 25 years is pretty spooky. Some even view it as haunted by the ghosts of its patients, from the youths who grew up there to the elderly who died inside the walls. In 1837, Brooklyn had established its own facility called the Kings County Asylum. What we would now call a mental health facility or hospital was at the time known as a lunatic asylum. Considered very offensive by today's standards, but at the time, the county was in the very early stages of treating mental health in any fashion whatsoever. The hospital was a four-story building treating 430 patients. A notable fact about this Brooklyn facility is that famous New York native writer Walt Whitman committed his brother Jesse there in 1864. Jesse was prone to violent outbursts that became so frequent, both Walt and their other brother Jeff insisted on sending Jesse to Kings County. Their mother came to Jesse's defense, but one day Jesse threatened to strike their mother with a chair, which was the last straw for the family. Six years after his residence in Kings County Asylum, he died of an aneurysm one week shy of his 52nd birthday. Once this Brooklyn facility became far too crowded and the state allotted more money to build mental health facilities in other parts of New York, the massive construction of Kings Park out in Long Island began. The name of Kings Park was an offshoot of the name of Kings County, where the Brooklyn Hospital was. So you can even credit the name of the Kings Park Hamlet designation within the greater town of Smithtown that still exists today to the existence of this facility established in 1885. Unlike the crowded city environment, Kings Park psychiatric location was on a beautiful plot of land and it would allow patients more freedom and hopefully more peace living in nature. In those years of the 1800s, once again, what was considered acceptable language in the field of mental health is very different today, and this space became known as the Lunatic Farm. Having the area on such a plot of land provided its own set of challenges, though some painting a more flowery picture may prefer to call them opportunities. 
the patients worked on the fields, whether it was mowing the grass or various labor work with the animals on the farm. While this may sound like indentured servitude to many, the staff of King's Park credit the work as giving the patients purpose in their lives and a reason to get up every morning and obtain some form of interaction with staff and fellow residents. Patients were not allowed cash, with the management citing this as having its own set of problems. Still, they did get compensated via credit on a card they were assigned, giving them access to the many amenities on the property. Let it be known, though, the compensation they received for their work was meager and pathetic. Family members would send cash that would go on their cards, hoping they could live somewhat comfortably. The first 70 years of King's Park Psychiatric Center's existence saw some of the more primitive forms of therapy considered inhumane today. Lobotomies were performed on some of the center's more troubled patients, which involved severing the brain's prefrontal cortex connection, performed long before modern-day advances in plastic surgery, of course, leaving the patients with nasty scars on their heads. Former employees of King's Park interviewed in more recent years clearly remember some of these patients. Although they were able to function, they are recognized by these staff members as having blank stares and appeared nearly dead inside, but with an almost mechanical ability to repeat lines or perform for others on command. Additionally employed was the use of electroshock therapy, applying voltage power to a patient's head to reform them of problematic behaviors. The use of electroconvulsive therapy, or ECT, is still used today, but remains controversial. Due to this controversy, a 2011 decision the U.S. Food and Drug Administration voted to put these devices in the Class III category for high-risk devices, other than for the use of treating patients with major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, or catatonia, an abnormality of movement or speech derived from a disturbed mental state. Nonetheless, these more primitive treatments were abandoned in the facility by 1955, with the rise of prescription medications in treating mental health patients. These early drug advancements included Thorazine, used to treat people with schizophrenia. To administer these injections, patients at King's Park were strapped to their mattresses and injected with a syringe one by one, every morning. Each of over the 100 buildings had its designations of which type of patients resided there, and the most troubling of all was Building 15, housing only the most violent of residents at Kings Park. Some of these patients would tackle employees in an attempt to grab their keys and escape the facility. 
One employee of Kings Park interviewed remembered one of these troubled patients being a Golden Gloves competitor who could lift any staff member with ease, so holding him down during a violent outburst was no easy task, to put it mildly. Another patient in Building 15 seemed mild-mannered to the unknowing, but was an actual serial killer sentenced to live there. Some staff members who had to deal with these patients were haunted by the gruesome memories even today. One staff member, Herbert White, was interviewed in the YouTube-hosted film Lost But Not Forgotten, a Kings Park documentary, says that the mental health issues of the patients became contagious to him, and working there plagued him with his own set of difficulties, lasting long after he decided to leave Kings Park Psychiatric Center for his own sanity. The prevalence of overcrowding that initially established Kings Park would become a problem for that facility as well. Despite being on this giant plot of farmland, once the patient count grew to nearly 10,000 people, there was not enough room for them, even with the 100-plus buildings on the property. You might wonder how so many in the region suffered from mental health issues and have to be placed by family members in such a facility. Well, at the time, putting the elderly in their own assisted living facilities was unrealistic for the average middle-class suburban family, so older residents with no mental health issues of their own were placed there as well. As the years progressed, so did the treatment of patients with growing sensitivity in the field of psychiatric care. By the 1990s, however, New York State started to place less emphasis on mental health care, and word spread of Kings Park Psychiatric Center possibly closing its doors as it was no longer a priority of the state. The rumors proved true when Kings Park Psychiatric Center closed for good in 1996, 111 years after being established. Where would they place all those patients, you may ask? The most troubled of them were transferred to another Long Island facility, Pilgrim Psychiatric Center of Brentwood. According to comments on the internet posted by longtime residents of the town, the rest of them were left to fend for themselves and roam the streets alone. Many account for seeing those troubled souls scattered throughout the region in the years that followed. Where Kings Park Psychiatric Center once resided is now Nisiquag River State Park a beautiful piece of land where you'll sometimes see deer or foxes running around. Eerily, you'll see the area of Potter's Field commemorated with a single plaque above the ground where hundreds or maybe thousands of former residents who died there while being institutionalized now lie beneath the dirt. Some of the buildings were demolished, but most were not. Those buildings that still stand today were never renovated, and much of them were never even emptied. Signs are scattered throughout the outside saying not to trespass within these buildings, but it hasn't stopped curious people for looking from a scare from lurking over the past 25 years. We would not recommend you join these explorers, as these untouched buildings are filled with grass growing through the floors and poison ivy. 
Less apparent are the tons of asbestos that can damage the lungs and skin and can be tracked back into your own home after a day of roaming there. Some of the more precautious explorers who insist on seeing for themselves make sure to cover their shoes, clothes, and to mask up. They throw these coverings out immediately so as not to track any debris into their cars and homes. In addition to these pollutants within the ruins, homeless people have been reported to live in the abandoned facility. In some cases, people have even reported being held at knife point while exploring there. Nonetheless, you will see a lot of noteworthy mentions when viewing some of the recent footage there on YouTube. Building 93 contains some disturbing murals drawn by the patients of yesteryear, though much of it, like the rest of the facility, has been spray-painted over by trespassers with their own tags or sometimes Instagram usernames. Building 44 was set on fire in 2014, along with some of the other buildings, but you can still explore what is left of them. In some of these buildings are desks, bookshelves, and even gym equipment left abandoned and covered in mold. For those possibly looking to contact the paranormal universe, though, Building 15, the building established for the most violent patients, as mentioned earlier, is known to be the most haunted. <laughs> Explorers have claims of hearing disembodied screams and seeing doors opening and closing on their own in this particular building. One urban explorer, Laura Lita, a graduate of Stony Brook University, claims to have taken a picture of a black object moving across the walls. Believers in ghosts will tell you, matter-of-factly, that the spirits of the abused patients and tortured children are what roams the massive square footage that stands there today. It's pretty remarkable that after 25 years, nothing has been done with these buildings. They have not been renovated, made into museums, or even demolished. They just stand there, abandoned, defaced, polluted, and some say haunted. If you see an older homeless person roaming around Smithtown, New York, it's not outside the realm of possibility that they once called Kings Park Psychiatric their home. It's rumored that at one point in time, after these buildings were left to rot, Donald Trump was driven around the area and was concocting an idea for a new project to inhabit the space but nothing came to fruition. Drive around Kings Park yourself today, and it is nothing more than a peaceful and scenic Long Island suburb. But look out the window of an elementary school there. Go on a nature walk, or look a little past the soccer field, and you'll see these massive buildings. The ones that haven't been wholly vandalized present beautiful architecture. These buildings are a testament to 111 years of a strange and obscure place once known as the Lunatic Farm. <laughs>